What's up, everybody? We are now episode nine of the Junk Wax Pod on the Toddcast Podcast Network. Shout out, like always, to myjunkwaxbox.com. This is still the Michael Jordan box where we probably won't ever see Michael Jordan. (laughs) But if we do, we'll be really happy. Um. Also, you can find us on Apple and Spotify, as well as YouTube, on the Toddcast. Um, Sean Gale did not hit us up in a week's time, so we feel like we're in the clear there. I just want to specify that um, the reason why we're recording on Wednesday night as opposed to Tuesday is for some legal ramifications for the accusations made last week, so... Um, Sorry for being a day late, but I had to consult legal counsel, and they suggested we wait a, a week, give them a seven-day period for uh, Sean Gale's attorneys to contact us, and they didn't within that seven-day uh, seven period, so we were good to record on Wednesday. Yeah, this, the seven-day statute for implicating a man in murder. I've heard Right, the, the statute we just created ourselves. <laughs> so one thing uh, – Part of our segment, uh, let's talk some junk. I wanted to ask you something. So I'm sure you saw Nick Kyrgios. He beat the heck out of two rackets after losing in the quarterfinal. Uh, what in your what's what's something petty that you got so upset over that you're you're embarrassed of? Like for me, it was always playing Tecmo Bowl against a friend or NBA Jam. Throwing the controller, you know, my mom's saying, you know, those controllers are not cheap. Uh, can you think of anything where you got so upset over something that that seemed really stupid and you overreacted? That's a question you probably should have texted me at 9 a.m. this morning. Give me a little <laughs> chance to think because I'm sure there are. Right off the top of my head, I can't think of anything – I'm sure there is because I'm competitive and stuff yeah, right. that seems so, wiffle ball back in the day. You were competitive in wiffle ball, right? But um, you know, I there's things I did as a coach I'm not proud of, and right, um, you know, just a couple of years ago when I was coaching girls and came down at Augusta and we made a free throw and it wasn't added on the scoreboard and the coach of the Augusta Lady Panthers was none other than my brother Robin Kelch and. We had to be separated by referee JT Taylor because we was going nose to nose That's over one single point that that didn't mount to anything when it came down to it. But both of us were competitive people, and um, I probably Same. got a little bit out of hand there, which caused you know Rob to get a little heated. But you know, you talk about throwing the controllers, and Rob was also the specialty of that. Like he was never nearly as good at video games as I was. And he would play till got down to the final minute, and then he would always throw the controller at the console and hit the power button. <laughs> then the game would reset, and he said, well, "You didn't beat me. We didn't finish the game." Hey, here's the thing that I was thinking: when two coaches are nose to nose, they're really not that close. No, we're that's what no. people don't understand. <laughs> you were still that's, in coach's box. Yeah, we were still the coach's box, but we were nose to nose. <laughs> Which brings me to one time I told a referee when he told me to back up, I needed to back up off the court, you know, and I said, well, hell, I can stand five feet back. My belly's still on the floor. So, but yeah, me and Rob were nose to nose and he was on the, he was on the Augusta bench and I was on the Robertson County bench. <laughs> hey, us Kelches are nose are known for noses and ears. 
That's so, funny, man. So uh, this uh, week, here are our packs. And I'm pumped about these. I really like this Fleer 91 football. We may not get anything in this, but I love these cards. This well, with football season football starting, you know, week one this week, it's a good pack to get. Yeah. So really excited about this. 91 Fleer Ultra Baseball. Love me some Fleer Ultra. Always have, just always will. The wrapping, the package. That's just I like that. Mm-hmm. They had to, you know, it's it's kind of like when uh Apple they make a product that's similar to what Android just made. So Upper Deck came out and then Fleer had to do this. The Ultra. And then last but not least, 89 Fleer basketball. Gonna be some goats <laughs> in there. 89. Man, you know what? The only thing that disappoints me this week, two of those packs should have a stick of gum in. Right. <laughs> I know you still hey, need a break, chill, and your dentist, your yeah. dentist, your dentist suggested a two or three week hiatus from the gum. But two of those packs should have gum. Chill out with the gum. That last <laughs> piece of gum really ruined me. <laughs> now I get the uh, disclaimer on the box. All right, ninety-one Fleer football. And we got Oilers defensive lineman, Ray Childress. Ah, Ray Childress. And uh, shout out to the Oilers. Yeah, love love the Oilers. We got a Falcons defensive line, Tory Epps. Can't say I've ever heard of Tory Epps. I can't either. Here we got a draft pick for the Bengals. Tight end, tight end Chris Smith. I'm not sure. Is that a? It's got to be BYU, right? <laughs> or Penn State, maybe. Let's see. BYU's a good guess with the name it like is, Chris. It's Smith. BY. It's BYU. Good guess. I don't know if he ever made it in the league. I don't remember him. Chargers linebacker Gary Plummer. Oh yeah, he's got family in Augusta. I just saw Victor at the Corner Cafe. Yeah. Keith just went by my house before I. Ooh, Vikings running back, Herschel Walker. Ooh, I liked I liked Herschel back then. I don't care much for Herschel right now. Dude, he's 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 lost his mind. Is what I'll say. Cardinals defensive back Lonnie Young, another Cardinal that no one knows. He was a Michigan State Spartan. I will say there have been a lot of Phoenix and Arizona Cardinals. If I didn't know him better, I would oh, think that yeah, Jones, Wax, Ty, and Sal, and whoever are from Arizona. That, that was a good call. Uh, Phoenix Cardinals. I probably said Arizona. Seahawks running back Chris Warren. Oh. Yeah. Pretty Remember good back. Chris? Pretty good back. Rocking the headband with the flat top there. Love it. Oh, that's style. I've never heard of his college. Ferrum? F-E-R-R-U-M? No. Shout out to Ferrum, though. (laughs) Eagles defensive line, Clyde Simmons. Ah, Clyde Simmons was a pro bowler. Yep. Pretty good player. Whoa, 15 and a half sacks in 89. They must have played the Bengals. 
Oilers linebacker Johnny Meads. We're not going to know any of these people, and then Brandon Hargett's going to be mad that we didn't know any of these people. Yeah. Ooh. Bonus checklist. Right. <laughs> A wasted we, pack. Phoenix Cardinals quarterback Tim Rosenbach. Uh, it looks like he a punter, kind of. Did he start a game? I don't. I don't know. Two thirty-seven for four thirty-seven in nineteen ninety. So I guess he started some games. Well, if he threw that just in one game, that'd be some sort of a record. Well, here we go. I like this card. Falcons wide receiver Andre Risen. Ooh, Bad Moon Risen. Yeah, a little Berminator. I loved Andre Risen, boyfriend of the late left eye of TLC. Ah, good call. Saints running back Reuben Mays. Reuben Mays. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you nothing about Reuben. My legal counsel has also suggested I not say as much as I think I know about these players in fear of a later lawsuit. <laughs> well, I was going to mention that Left Eye burned down Andre Risen's house, but I didn't want to have Lisa Left Eye Lopez and her estate sue me. Right. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Bill's wide receiver, Andre Reed. Andre Reed, man. He was some nice cards in this pack. He was the benefit of Jim Kelly being really good. He was also uh, also wasn't so lucky that he had Scott Norwood as a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't as bad, I, I don't think, as uh, some of the football that we've had in the past. No, Andre Risen, Andre Reed. All right, Clyde Simmons. I'm really pumped about this. Later, Ultra Baseball. Can't wait to. Break open this pack. You uh, been dying. You talked about Fleer that. Ultra. You talked about that last week. Like how excited you were for these packs. I love the Fleer Ultra. I've always, I was always a big fan of Fleer Ultra, and then Top Stadium Club. I still haven't gotten any Top Stadium Club in a box, and I love those. Oh, we got a sticker for your Trapper Keeper. Oh yeah, Cubs. Cubs sticker. What start- year was this? 91? This is 91 Ultra. We're starting off hot. Reds first baseman, Hal Morris. Oh, Hal Morris, a World Series champion. Dude, he could hit. Platoon with Todd Benzinger at first base. I always liked watching him hit because he would, like, take three steps in the box as he was hitting. It was almost impressive. That's kind of like a – you're approaching slow pitch softball when you got all day to wait for the ball. He's doing it with 90 mile an hour fastballs coming. Stupid. And during the steroid era where 99 was 99. All right. Red Sox, third baseman. If you're in, a, it's always sunny in Philadelphia fan, you'll love Wade Boggs. So Wade I don't know Boggs. if you're f- familiar with the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, but, uh, so they're on a plane, and the episode is called Wade Boggs, and they're trying to defeat Wade Boggs's record. I think he drank. I don't. I don't want to. It was over a case of beer in a in one flight. Wow. 
So each uh, person on the show had a white T-shirt, and every time they drank a beer, they had to make a mark on their white T-shirt. I had part of the show. I'm not so sure I've watched an episode. Yeah, so the Wade Boggs Challenge. That's the first thing that pops up when you Google Wade Boggs now. (laughs) He's proud. I mean, more than 100 beers in one day during a road trip. That's legendary. Yeah. I just watched Pup Saunders drink that much in a three-hour span at the Corner Cafe. <laughs> yeah, that's not. When when Wade Box in, enters the corner, he's, you know, not even – he's an amateur. He's in the minor leagues. Yeah. But, you know, what makes that impressive is he's doing it on a plane at 300 miles an hour. <laughs> it might make you more inebriated. <laughs> To be on a plane because I've I've always heard you know as I when I was uh at, at Lake Cumberland with my aunt Marla, if you drink a beer on the water, it's like it has the effect of like two beers. I did not know that. So I was always careful, you know, and uh, I wonder if that's the same on a plane. All right, we got Dodgers shortstop Jose Offerman. Jose Offerman. Jose Offelman. <laughs> Angels first baseman, Wally Joyner. Oh, Wally. Loved the Angels uh, unis back then. Is that the A with the halo? Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Like on, uh, was it? Angels Angels in the outfield? No, I, no, I was going to say. Uh, Naked, Naked gun. gun. <laughs> Leslie Nelson was a star. Hill the queen. White Sox pitcher, Greg Hibbard. Uh-oh, I've heard of all of them so far. Greg Hibbard. I love the back of these, too. Get, like, two still images and then a profile. Oh, yeah, that's nice. They all have those? Yeah. Indians outfield, Chris James. Not familiar with Chris James. Mm-mm. I spoke too soon. Nice. Said Gardner. We got Brewers first baseman Paul Molitor. Oh, one of the greats from the Brewers and the Twins. Wasn't that when the Brewers were still in the American League? True. Yeah. The Brewers were still. I think the the Brewers have one of the nicest logos with that glove and that MB, how they make that. Angels catcher, Lance Parrish. Yeah. Long-time catcher for the Angels. Oh, yeah. Royals outfielder, Bo Jackson. Nice. <laughs> Dude, I like that. A, this is a good pack. I'm a big fan of Bo. What was Bo's rookie year? Uh, I'm not sure. This is 91. I think he was 80-something. Look how ripped he is in that uni, dude. Dude, man, he straight athlete. Red Sox pitcher, Roger Clemens. Holy moly, this, this pack's fire. Yeah, Royger and Bo Jackson, Wade Boggs. Oh, my, Tiger shortstop Alan Trammell. 
Man, this I think uh, I think uh, junk walk junk wax Sal stacked this pack for us. Alan Trammell, Hall of Famer should be. I don't know if he is. Orioles catcher Chris Hoyles. Remember yeah, Chris Hoyles? I've heard of him, but when you said Orioles, I knew if it wasn't Cal Ripken, he was a young catcher back then. Phillies pitcher Pat Combs. Uh, not for sure if I'm. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds familiar, but Pat Combs just sounds like a Phillies pitcher to me. I think the P on his hat stands for Pat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'd been drafted yet. And we finished with twin second baseman Al Newman. Al Newman. Al Newman. Yep. Look, hey, look at that. Look at that picture profile. Love it. The cap on backwards. There wasn't a lot of snaps on the cap. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so, really good pack there. I mean, Alan Trammell, Royger Clemens, Bo Jackson, Paul Molitor, Wade Boggs, Hal Morris. Come on. We might be able to Trade put together five. a lineup. Straight fire. I yeah. think the uh, the football pack lineup. the football packs could take a lesson from the baseball. I knew I knew Fleer Ultra was going to be good. I wished we'd got a Bo Jackson football to match the Bo Jackson baseball. <laughs> yeah, the Bo Jackson football would have been nice. All right, so we got Fleer eighty nine. Basketball. No gum. But we do start off with Fleer 89 All-Star, the GOAT himself, Michael Jordan. Are you kidding me? I think he's – yeah. Is this the one that's – it says it, it says value, PSA 10 value, question mark. So – Maybe that should you, be a PSA 10. I mean, just fresh out of the pack. I mean, I know they'd probably give it a nine because, but my, that's, hey, I don't know if we need to open any more other cards. You can't I mean, go up from there. No, you can't. I can't believe that. Guard, Miami Heat, Kevin Edwards. Kevin Edwards, yeah. He's a big East guy, I think. Uh, Probably Big East back then. I think Probably. still DePaul University. They were Big East back then, right? No, I eight. think so. I think they were Atlantic Ten. Am I wrong about that? No, they. What are they now? Chicago. I think they're Big East now. Are they? I don't know. I just felt like Kevin Edwards was probably a Big East forward. Los Angeles Clippers. Danny Manning. Ah. Danny, Danny and the Miracles. College, Kansas, Jayhawks, Rock Chalk, Knicks forward Kiki Vanderway, Kiki. Where'd he go to college? You don't know. Mm-mm. UCLA Bruins. I didn't know that. Forward Charlotte Hornets at this time. Hmm. Kurt Rambus. 
<laughs> I didn't even know Rambus played for the Hornets. I don't really remember that either. That had to be at the end of his career. College? Mm, no clue. Santa Clara. Oh, well. So who's the more famous Santa Clara alumni? Kurt uh, Rambus or Steve Nash? Nash is, but Kurt Rambus is more famously depicted. <laughs> Forward Cleveland Cavs. It's a returnee to the JWP, Mike Sanders. Yeah. I don't I didn't know where he went to college the first time, and I don't remember now. Another UCLA Bruin. This pack is on fire. Like this is we get another Jordan? No. Not yet. But this is guard Indiana Pacers Reggie Miller. Another. Another UCLA Bruin. UCLA Bruin. And now we got Chicago Bulls forward Scotty Pippen. Gee, Central Arkansas. Dude, this pack is flames. Listen, no, these flames are blue. These are blue flames. 89 All-Star Game, Dominique and Carl Malone. Nice. Hey, hey, these last two packs have taken stay hot to another level. Yeah. Forward Boston Celtics, Ed Pinckney. Ah, is he Villanova? I think so. That's right, Villanova. Houston Rockets guard Eric Sleepy Floyd. Georgetown. That's right. Good job, Sleepy Floyd. Did actually did didn't Eric Sleepy Floyd play against Ed Pinckney in the Final Four? You may have. I think so. Was that eighty five? Yeah, I think. I think so. Guard, Atlanta Hawks, Spud Webb. Spud. I don't know where he went to. NC State? That's right. Good job. You're you're killing it. I'm getting lucky. We got guard, Golden State Warriors, Darius Garland's dad. Winston Garland. I don't know where he went to college. Southwest Missouri State. There's a reason I didn't know. Where'd Darius go? Vanderbilt. Van- That's right. Utah Jazz guard. Daryl Griffith. Daryl. You better get this college right. Louisville. <laughs> L's down. Hey. L's down. Denver Nuggets guard, Walter Davis. Syracuse. North Carolina. Walter Davis. All right, last one of the pack. Matt McCain, Matt McCain will call me this week and say, I can't believe you didn't know yeah. where Walter, Walter Davis. Davis went to college. Detroit Pistons forward, the worm. Oh, uh he went to a small mm-hmm. South Dakota State. Southeastern Oklahoma State. I knew it was something small. Patrick, what a pack. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman pre-tattoos. Daryl Griffith. Spud Webb. Sleepy Floyd. 
Neek and Carl Malone, Scotty Pippen, Reggie Miller. Should I mention Kurt Rambis? I mean, he's not even worth mentioning in this pack. Neither is Kiki Vanderway. And those two would be some of the better ones in other packs. Danny Manning and, of course, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. MJ, man. That makes me happy, man. That makes yeah. me happy. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. So, um, because wasn't last wasn't the last box the Bo Jackson box? Yeah, we and we got one this Jackson. time. Yeah, got one this time, which is cool. Anytime yeah, you get Bo man. Jackson, but I mean that this one's actually on the sticker in the box. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. nice i see it right there number two yeah so shout out to myjunkwaxbox.com uh when we return next week the Bengals would have played their first football game of the year you got any predictions for well first i'd like to i know me and you are both in the uh local king of the hill contest who'd you pick in week one i don't want to say because i know no i think you picked the same team as i did Tennessee Titans? Yeah, that's who I picked. I thought there's only two teams this week to pick, the Ravens and Titans. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I, I don't want to pick a road team week one. And I don't – I mean, you think about it, and I know a lot of people don't put this much thought into it, but division games are hard. I was at the corner tonight, and I heard people talk about um, they picked the Bengals in week one. They're right. picking um, – the the 49ers, which I get it. The 49ers are probably better than the Bears, but the Bears are at home, and I don't know what Trey Lance is going to do. I just, you know, right. I just feel like there's only two games, but Baltimore was on the road, and yeah. I know the Jets are without Zach Wilson, but Joe but Flacco. Joe might, Flacco against his former team, bro. And Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl. Um, I mean, he's garbage, but – what if he has, you know, one of those games? That's why, you know, and the good thing about it is you ain't got to cover the point spread. You just got to pick a winner. That's right. I so, feel like I'm, Tennessee's got to win. They have, um, they have I think dub. as far as the Bengals go, I truly believe this. You know, in years past, if I'd said this, it's because I'm a homer, but I still think they're the best team in the AFC North. It's amazing to me that I've seen some predictions predict them third behind the Steelers and the Ravens when, you know, the Bengals, who I feel like dismantled them last year and have a better team this year than they did last year. Their defense is still solid. Their offensive line's upgraded. They got the best receiving core in NFL, and then you got Joe Burrow. I mean, it's – Yeah. I think – you know, when I saw predictions today that somebody had the Bengals losing in the wild card to the Steelers in the playoffs, I just – I don't know. I just – I don't see that. They had Kansas City winning it all, which – I think Kansas City still has a potent offense, but they're going to miss Tyreek Hill. You yeah, know, I just nah, I don't think Juju Smith Schuster is going to be what Tyreek Hill was for that offense. And I think in the AFC, I think if you would have told me you had the Bills, okay, I can I get that. But hey, speaking of tomorrow night, football starts, man. Right, I'm excited. Bills man. at Rams. Heck of a game to start off. A lot of a lot of pressure to be, you know, starting off the season and your two teams that are super bowl picks for a lot of for a lot of people. And they and have one super of them bowl be or bust one. expectations. Super bowl or bust expectations for those both those clubs. Uh, you know, I kinda 
I've kind of grown, and I don't know why, I've kind of grown over the last couple of years kind of liking the Bills. I think it's because I like their offense. They're high-powered. You know, I like Josh Allen. But the Bills are the team that cost me the king of the hill last year. Man. I've, what, they what, week they, were, what week did you go out? I mean, I was close to – I mean, I was like eight or nine. I was in there a while. But if you go look at their schedule, they lost a game they shouldn't have lost. And I can't remember. It ended up going to overtime maybe. They were down late, and they – Maybe so, recover a fumble or something, scored, tied it up, and I think they got beaten overtime. It wasn't by the Lions, was it? I don't remember. Jets, I don't remember. Made, I don't oh, know. yeah, yeah. Lions did beat them, I think. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember. I have a crazy King of the Hill story. Me and Nathan Habermill were offered a split in King of the Hill one year. It was in the playoffs. We lasted all the way till uh first week of the playoffs. The NFL playoffs, uh, Chiefs, ver- Chiefs versus Steelers, and there was eight people left, and we had known that seven people picked the Steelers, so we had a crazy idea that we were going to pick the Chiefs and try to win the whole thing, right? And the Chiefs played a terrible game. Terrible game. And I think it came down to a pass interference penalty against the Chiefs late in the game. And that was one that may have been – I may be recalling a time where I went Nick Kyrgios in my house. I went Nick Kyrgios in my house after that. And, and if those of you are watching aren't familiar with the King of the Hill, you know, I've seen it where the winner, you know, up and around thirteen to 15,000. Yeah, it's know. a lot. It was a it, lot. There's a lot of people involved, and um, it's a fun. It's a fun pool that, you know, we. I can't believe that we didn't do this. You know, just amongst friends, uh, for a long time because, it's it's a lot of fun. And it is, and and you know, you think in your head if you follow the NFL, you think, oh man, I can pick at least one winner every week. That's easy, right? You know, there's got got to be one game every week that just is a given. But it doesn't always work that way. But, you know, the, what makes this King of the Hill fun to me is, you know, we could pick Buffalo Bills every week if we wanted. Right. You know, we don't – you know, I've seen some King of the Hills where you're only allowed to pick each team once, and that's a lot more strategy involved. Yeah. Survivor pools. Yeah, those are tough. Um, NFL stands for no effing locks. Uh, and it's so Amen. play King of the Hill. Hey, I'm glad to see this week uh, that you're back home. Uh, the stars of the show, the fish, are. Oh wow, they're I back. Some bad, I got some bad news. The fish. Can we jinx it? <laughs> there's, there's still some left. Uh, Gary, you see Gary the snail. He's still going. He's still going. Uh, we lost two today. You know, SpongeBob is gone. He's now being flushed he's through and going through a pipe somewhere and i think patrick was the other one that died so r.i.p spongebob and patrick thoughts and pra- thoughts and prayers to a town toby's fish i i get i get i get really emotional when when like even fish die so my son theo does not i guess and he was the one like telling the fish bye as they were being flushed down the toilet Hey, speaking of fish, but kind of 
on the same subject as you know animals. What about the annual frog derby? This you know who who won the frog derby? I'm not 100 percent sure who won. I did see uh, your nephew went around. Griffin. Griffin sure, won the first I'm sure round. He was super competitive, even in a well, frog derby. <laughs> Sophie had the frog that I think could have won it all. She got out there to the middle, and her frog jumped away from her, took two false big start. hops across the line for a false start, and then when it got real, it was tired. It's hard it, to recover from a false start. But there was a lot of different strategies and techniques I saw. I saw <laughs> the old stretching the legs out. The legs. <laughs> I saw taking it from ice cold water and shocking it on that hot concrete. Oh, I mean, we should we should mention, I think Steve Martin had a – had a booth at the at Heritage Days with his cards. He I did, but I didn't get a chance there. to stop down there because yeah, of the bad weather. Yeah, the rain really uh, dampened our plans. We had we thought the Frog Derby was possibly not going to be run, so we planned something else. And uh, the gods had plans for that Frog Derby, and the sky opened up, and Augusta Man, had was, their Frog and, Derby, and it was beautiful. They played a nice rendition of my old Kentucky home before it started. Nice. Compliments of Will Jones' cell phone. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, man, the Frog Derby is one of those things, you know, and over the years I feel like the crowds have kind of taken a hit at, like, the heritage days from what we remember as children. Especially but, after COVID. Yeah, COVID too. But, you know, it seems like they always turn out for the Frog Derby, and I know there were 60-plus frogs. They had over 15 heats of four in each heat. And That's I mean, amazing. it was just, yeah. And it's good to see that, you know, some of the people we grew up with, their kids kind of, you know, yeah. my girls always did the frog derby, but they're getting a little bit older now. But it's cool to see some of those kids of the people we grew up with kind of carrying on that tradition. So shout out to Metcalf Hennessy for continuing to sponsor that. And shout out to Steve Russell. He dressed up like a frog and he was the commissioner in the middle. And I saw that. Steve Russell, good dude. Real good dude. Real good dude. So Frog Derby was, you know, good time. What let's give I'm gonna give one last shout out to myjunkwaxbox.com. Hit them up. They've got more than just your $30 monthly subscription. They've got uh $60 boxes and uh you can buy single packs, I think, as well. Uh find uh Junk Wax Pod on YouTube, preferably with the visual aid. And then we are also on Apple and Spotify. Uh, the Peruvians seem to love Apple a little bit more than any other culture. Shout out to the Peruvians. We're still top 10 basketball-related podcasts down there. And we're still top 50 sports-related podcasts in Peru. So shout out to them. Shout out to the Peruvians. I've always wanted to go to Peru. The Nazca lines are down there. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Nazca lines. I'll take your word for it. They're they're visible from space, and they don't know. Scientists are befuddled by the Nazca lines and do not know their age. They're ancient, possibly nice. from the possibly from the Incas. So. That's my little. I do know that the Peru Peru was a hotbed for Incan talent back in the day. That's right. All right. So uh, next week we've got three more packs from this box, and that'll be episode ten. Maybe we'll have 
a giveaway on episode 10. Hey, I'll we've lasted what, we've lasted longer than a lot of podcasts. That's right. <laughs> lasted much longer than my last podcast. It's just like something that I can never continue to do because I feel like maybe the content was so broad. Uh, narrowing it down to, you know, this uh, basketball, football, and baseball cards has really uh, made it easier, you know, to. But I also think week. that a lot of a lot of people watching can relate to it because it's nostalgic. Yeah. You know, as I sit here, watch you open those packs, it brings me back to, you know, I collected all these cards. So, I mean, some of them I even remember having. Right. Uh, and I feel like that nostalgic feeling with cards is starting to come back, creep back into uh, pop culture, which is cool. Real quick before we go, and, it, you know, this past week I was in Moorhead with my daughter, and I had to take her by the dollar store to pick up a few things, and there was a guy in there going through, you know, they had different boxes of cards and stuff, and he was asking about Series 1, Series 2. And so, you know, I felt like he was kind of like a runner. He was going around different places trying to find all the Series 2 Bas- basketball cards, I think they were, or baseball cards, series two. So I think I, I agree with you. I think it's coming back. Cool. Well, see you next week, guys.